I'm Donna Peters, and this is season three of the award-winning Me Sweet podcast. The Me Suite is a community of career-driven, life-minded professionals sharing our stories, sharing what it means to lead our lives with purpose, planning, and power. What I call leading with a Me Suite mindset. Let's get in there. This is a special little milestone for me. I am welcoming Lee Tran to the Me Suite, and Lee was perhaps one of the very first Me Suite listeners when we launched in 2020 with the podcast. And I know for a fact that he is the very first Me Suite listener who sent me a note to share how much he was enjoying the lessons learned from the guests. And now we are coming full circle, and Lee Tran is himself a guest on the Me Suite podcast. He is a supply chain professional, a former Air Force officer. His family were refugees from Vietnam. He has a very varied career path across startup companies, larger corporations. So I think he's just going to have a lot of really interesting experiences to share and really has internalized what it means to live and lead with a Me Suite mindset. He also had two gap years of travel in his career path, which any listener knows I have a lot of passion about doing things wacky in our professional lives. I am thrilled to welcome Lee Tran to the Me Suite. Hey, thank you, Donna, for having me on. This is a real honor. I will definitely say congratulations on the success of the podcast and then the awards. Uh, just fantastic content. You're so part of that, Lee. I mean, really, you, you, you were out there sending me notes when you had no reason to send me notes and giving me the fuel and just the confidence to keep going. And so I just really appreciate you being out there and supporting all this time. So let's dive into Interestingly Tran. Yeah, I think I listened to your podcast for the first time, either on a flight to Vietnam or on my way to Vietnam yeah. um, on one of those gap years. <laughs> Being able to piece together, I think, how people approach their careers mm-hmm. um, in a wacky way that you kind of mentioned. Yeah. It just completely resonated with me. And so to get all those perspectives has been just fantastic. Let's bring it full circle here. You know where I start in the Me Sweetly, right? Yes. Where do I start? You start with core values. All right, perfect. Let's do it. So um, really the way I kind of set up my core values is my career and, and my life. And I always include my wife with everything. She's just my soulmate, my partner. Nice. Um, you know, the first thing is life is precious. Um, just don't lose sight of the simple things. Mm. I've definitely been in different parts of my career, you know, super driven towards, you know, moving up the ladder, solving different problems. Mm. Um, but I would definitely say that, like, it, it's always good to kind of take a second, smell the roses, see what's around you, and then also kind of reflect on the successes that you've had. Yeah. You know, I think we move on really, really quickly and just want to get on to the next thing. But the reflection is really, really important. The other thing I kind of try to pepper in um, at every single place in my career mm-hmm. has been really to champion other people. Uh. As you had mentioned, my, my family is, uh, they have roots as refugees from Vietnam after the war. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I really don't think that um, I would have the success I had without having people in the community uh, helping my family and, and yeah. myself as we were kind of coming up in America. And, uh, you know, I think it's really, really important for people to pay it forward. 
being in the Air Force actually really uh, reinforced that for me. Yeah. It's definitely a family there and we're all wanting to grow. And so I try to mirror that in every step of my career. Wow. Um, and then the last thing is just life's a team sport. You got to have people around you in your corner and you got to seek those people and connect with them. So happy to be connected with you again. But also, uh, you know, it's important for, you know, kind of goes into that like champion other people thing. Um, just got to have people, community around you to be able to thrive. Um, and so my wife and I really, really try to do kind of like a, we're very much a partnership. Yeah. So it's everything, we treat everything like a team sport kind of. I love this. Yeah, my, my husband and I call ourselves the corporation. So oh. yeah, I think partnership sounds more loving. <laughs> I like that. Right, right. I like that very There's a much. very uh, mergers and acquisitions <laughs> kind of tone to that. <laughs> she sounds very special. I hope I get to meet her someday. So let's pivot to how you have used these core values to make some key decisions that you've made. You've done some really interesting pivots in your career from startups to consulting to you know, one of the most uh, trusted and famous brands in the world, Amazon. How have you used those values to make some of those critical decisions about where you work? The important thing I think that has carried me throughout my career has mm -hmm. been um, one kind of a focus in like one specific area of business. Mm -hmm. You know, supply chain mm -hmm. is, is wide, but it's also very narrow and there's a mm -hmm. you know, very strong community in supply chain. And so I think that, you know, as you go along the way, you kind of find your niche. Um, and I was really lucky when I was in the Air Force to be able to kind of learn skill sets in a really wide range um, and a lot of, you know, kind of volume and repetitions. Yeah. Because the the military is so active all the time. But I really think that every step along the way, it's really been about other people. And supply chain is one of those team sports. You have huge leadership um, responsibilities mm -hmm. normally when you're uh, kind of in a supply chain function. Um, so it's really, really important to utilize you know the people that are on your team, but also see what their values and goals are and then champion those. And I think one of the biggest things I like about supply chain is it's very data focused. Okay. Um, and so it's very easy to be able to kind of highlight people's accomplishments and recognition. Oh. And... The other part of, um, I think, with all the different pivots that I've had in my career um, is that not to get too lost in kind of moving up very quickly and kind of sustaining okay. a huge career. It's very much kind of like, look at what's interesting. What are the problems that you want to solve? Uh -huh. um, because there's enjoyment in that in itself, instead of just kind of constantly seeking the, the next step or the next level. Um, it's more about finding really cool work to do, yeah. um, really interesting teams to work with. And so, you know, I, I think it's part of just kind of how I've wanted to approach things is that uh, I'm more kind of attached to the problems to solve than necessarily like a company. Oh, this is fantastic. Go where the problems are, solve the problems you want to solve, not the title on the org chart. Uh, which, which I think is really hard for people to do, but not hard to do if you're living by your core values? Yeah. The, the other thing I would definitely say is that, um, and, and it is kind of wacky in a way, <laughs> is that whenever I move to another company, I'll usually try to bake in a little bit of time off. Um, the way my wife and I kind of approach travel is we like to travel long and slow. Okay. Um, and we're like, we're kings and queens of the road trip. Um, and so, you know, whenever we visit somewhere overseas, 
we're pretty much renting a car and we're driving around because wow. it's a completely different perspective. Um, and so uh, I think, you know, it, it can be, it can be difficult sometimes to have those conversations with uh, an employer that you have um, to take a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely been able to do that before, which is great. But I think it was also like, you know, whenever I switch jobs, it kind of allows me to bake in a little bit of time um, to go on a long trip with my wife. And she has a very kind of flexible career. She she owns her own business, mm-hmm. um, and so like we just have structured a, a lifestyle really intently around you know experiencing things together. Yeah, and how wonderful that you could take advantage of all those experiences. And I I I long for a day when that isn't wacky. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, w- I think so. Yeah, yeah. it would it, be great. It would be great uh, if it, if it weren't wacky that we all had. A, the time off, and then B, the international experiences. I think when you go and have experiences like that, you're never the same. You're never the same. Um, And, you know, you can build a lot of uh, skills to be able to lead teams or uh, to champion other people, whether that's learning a language or understanding a culture. Yeah. I mean, those are really valuable nuggets there that I think anyone in kind of a large leadership position you know, they can take from from traveling. Yeah, I so admire these decisions you've made. So let's shift gears just a little bit. Uh, you know what it means. The expression means to say uh, living and leading with a me-sweet mindset. So put me in your brain on that flight to Vietnam when you maybe heard the first few episodes of the me-sweet. What resonated with you? Why, why was that... Why was that of interest and how did you internalize it? Yeah, so I think one of the key things, um, especially on gap years for people, Mm. is to still stay relevant into either your industry or just kind of professionally overall. Um, And so I really like take the time, you know, outside of traveling and visiting other places to read books, professional development books listen to a lot of content. Mm-hmm. And then I, I saw the me suite pop up. I think you were talking about it on LinkedIn and we just had such kind of good experiences together when we were working together. Uh, that I was really, really interested and, and excited that uh, you took like a different pivot in your career yeah. uh, to move to that. You know, I just started listening to it and was really kind of attached to the core values portion of it. Uh. It's very easy to get kind of... Um, into like a vortex of career in a way and just get kind of lost in the day-to-day and the, the goals you need to meet and you know that next promotion or, or whatever it is. But I think that it's really important to have that set of core values. And I really resonated with that. Um, and my wife and I actually started to kind of talk about like, you know, what are our values during that time? And what do we want out of our life? And we kind of bake it in actually into our yeah. lifestyle to kind of do kind of afford looking a forward leading look in a lot of ways. And we do a lot of reflection on the past also. Usually it's a year or a couple of years. Um, but I would definitely say the core values was was the most important thing. I remember, I think my favorite episode is it was like a mathematician and she had taken, I think, six months off a oh, couple of times to, yes, to that, hike with her wife. That's Emily, Emily McNabb. That's, there we go. Yes. It was, I, that I think that was um, a fairly recent episode, uh-huh. but it was it was so amazing because uh, um, I think that's how my wife and I want to structure our life to be able to to do things like that. Yeah, oh, I can't wait to tell Emily uh, that was in season three. Yeah, so that was a more recent episode, and I will make sure that she uh, she gets the shout out. Really, the most interesting thing is like 
very successful people that you have on the podcast, mm-hmm. but also like people, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just about their projects and about, you know, I guess their expertise, but you really dive into kind of the personal side of it mm-hmm. and what drives them. And, and I think the core values is what starts that. Wow. Well, let me ask you questions about the core values that exercise you did with your wife. Were the two of you identifying your own core values and then sharing them? Or did you create the ones that you have in common? How did that work? Yeah, I think it's more of creating. Okay. I'm really, really lucky to have found just the perfect partner for myself. Wow. Um, And, uh, you know, I think that um, as we were kind of starting our marriage, we both had kind of key decision points in our in our life. Uh, my wife just got out of law school. And so she had finished her bar and was like, kind of looking for where she was, kind of what's next. Sure. And then I was getting out of the Air Force also and trying to figure out what my path was. Uh-huh. And so I think just inherently because of life decisions or the key life decisions when you're first getting married, mm-hmm. um, we definitely had to like peel that back and see what was really, really important to us. Yeah. And experiences was right at the top of the list. Um, financial independence was one of those two. Um, and so I think a lot of our key decisions that we've made along um, our kind of professional path, but also our, they're kind of always aligned. I know that like when I was first getting out of the Air Force, I had, I had a few job opportunities all across the country, but you know we decided to move to New York because that was the best place for both of us to thrive. Mm-hmm. And it was a great place for good experiences. And so... I think checking in and, you know, making sure that it's a place that both partners kind of fit, thrive, and would be excited about um, is is really, really important. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I'm going to have to interview her on the Me Suite. You probably should. She's probably interesting. She's more interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to ask you a question about work. I I know you just said one of the things you like about the Me Suite is we don't talk about work, but can I ask you a question about work? Sure. Okay. So uh, you have a very important role at Amazon in what the industry calls last mile logistics, which basically means when Amazon comes to my house three, four, five times a week, the way Amazon got to my house is last mile logistics, isn't it? That's true. Yeah, Yeah, it's basically, uh, you know, any kind of uh, delivery that goes directly to the end customer, that field has changed significantly. Um, when I first got out of the Air Force, actually, I worked at a startup company, uh-huh. um, also an e-commerce company and a, an Amazon competitor at the time. Uh-huh. And we were trying to work out last mile logistics. This was probably 10 years ago. I think with the growth of technology and the growth of smartphones has really, really accelerated um, that industry. And there's a lot more ability to kind of track performance, make accountability decisions that we didn't have back in the day. And so I think we're right at the cusp of really, really exciting stuff here. Yeah. You know, to include like different kinds of technology, different kinds of uh, cargo vans that we're um, experimenting with. Really, really exciting time to be in last mile. Has to be. Yeah. And people can't see your face and I can, and your eyes just lit up just talking about it. So it sounds like you're in a really, really great place with uh, with your career right now. And, and doing some very important work at this COVID time. For anyone that's in supply chain, um, you know, it's it's rare to find like really strong opportunities to like m- make a huge impact at the very beginning of yeah. that, right at the cusp of something. 
And I think that right now in last mile, it's, it's kind of that, you know, uncharted territory. I mean, there's a little bit of charted territory, but we're really kind of um, leading the way there. And it's, it's awesome to be, to be a part of it. Here. I am sure. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like I'm part of the Amazon family because they come to my house so often and I'm going to start asking them if they know Lee Tran. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, in the me suite that we close with uh, something aspirational, but practical, something that you can share with listeners that they can start doing differently on Monday. Have you given some thought to that question as you're a featured guest? Always just test your comfort levels. It's really important to kind of take risks because when they, when you do take risks, that means that there's something of value to kind of, there's a good end result or there's a, there's a valuable end result there. I think, you know, people should just really um, get comfortable with being uncomfortable sometimes because uh-huh. um, it, it helps expand your mind. It helps put yourself in other people's shoes. Um, and, uh, you know, I did that one time in a coffee shop and I met my wife and my life was changed after that. So what um, did you do in this coffee shop? You know, I just said, hi, Oh, really? I just went up to her and I saw her and I said, and I said, hi. And then, um, you know, we, we went out to dinner that night and we were married a year later, wow. like it was very, very quick. Was she a, a patron in the coffee shop or working in the coffee shop? She was, she was in she the was, coffee shop okay. to use the internet. And then nice. um, I was just getting, you know, coffee and maybe doing some work, I think. Okay. And then, um, yeah, just went up and said hi. Okay. And then uh, we really hit it off. Wow. Lee, I am so excited to see you thriving on the professional side, so healthy and thriving on the personal side. And I just want to say again, thank you for being out there as a listener at the launch of the Me Suite. I knew at least one person was out there enjoying it and finding it valuable. And that meant so much at that time. And I'm thrilled to now have you here sharing all of your goodness with the listeners and your view on what it means to lead with a me sweet mindset. This is Lee Tran, everybody. Thank you so much, Donna. Thank you for joining us in the me suite. For executive and career coaching services, contact me, Donna Peters at themesuite.com, LinkedIn, and Twitter. The website is the-me-suite.com. Suite is spelled like executive suite. And if you like what you're hearing, give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps us continue to shine a mic on more amazing people.